to today's audio podcast from the Church at Bushland. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of the Church at Bushland and would like to enjoy more resources and weekly updates, we hope you will visit our website at thechurchatbushland.com or download our app by searching for The Church at Bushland in your app store. We'd love to know how this ministry is touching your life. Please take a moment to let us know how this ministry is impacting your life by emailing us at info at thechurchatbushland.com. Also, if you would like to support this ministry financially, you can do so in our app or by visiting thechurchatbushland.com slash give. Hey, good to see each of you this morning. Uh, kick off a spring break, uh, lose an hour of sleep. Heating element went out in the coffee maker. My gosh, man. <laughs> good morning. All right. A lot going on. So uh, let me cover a couple things before I jump in. So these are invite cards. Uh, You're going to get these going out today. Uh, You know how we run up here at the house. You're the best advertisement a church has got. You're the best we've got. When you're speaking about the church that's rocked your world and changed your life, I'm going to tell you, your friends will come. Your friends will come. So we've got Easter coming, all right? Easter. So this invite card is for Easter. It helps you get a conversation going. Uh, Some of us need that just to kind of put it in their hand, kind of talk about it. So it's got the Good Friday announcement on there. There's a Good Friday service. Uh, By the way, that's on Friday. Okay, somebody asked me that one time. So it's Good Friday. Is that Friday? I'm like, oh, Lord. I don't even know if I should answer that. Take the keys. So, so it is Friday, uh, 7 o'clock in here, okay? Uh, we'll be full, so get here quick. Uh, we'll stuff the house, so Friday at 7 o'clock. Then Easter eggs for the children in the North Field at 1 o'clock, so make sure you tell neighbors and friends. Uh, that's a great time for kids, a good way to connect with people. And then Easter Sunday, there are three services, okay? We do not want people walking away uh, Easter Sunday, all dolled up, dressed up, looking sharp, can't find a seat in the house. So we've got three services. Here they are. They're 8 a.m. Some of you are like, boo, all right? 8 a.m., all right? 9.30 and 11, okay? 8, 9.30, 11. Nothing different about any of them. They're all the same, okay? What God does different is up to him, all right? But all, all three services, exactly the same, 8, 9, 30, and 11. So let me say this to you. Coming out of Easter, all right, that means the 16th, the next Sunday after Easter, we will drop the 8 o'clock service, but we are keeping the 9, 30, and 11, all right? All the people that aren't morning people are like, hallelujah, 30 more minutes, all right? So 9.30 and 11. That way, in the future, as we continue to grow and you force us, because you're going to, you're, you're saying, Pastor, it's time for a third service. We've already got that time built in. It'll go right back in that eight o'clock spot. Does that make sense to you? So we don't have to mess with the other two. So Easter Sunday is 8, 9.30, 11. And then after Easter, we go to, we keep the two, dropping the eight, going that 9.30 and 11, Okay. 9.30 and 11. So the restaurants will be full after the 11th. I know that, but hey, you can handle it. All right? So get the word out. You'll get these on the way out. Make sure you get in the friends. You could have more than one. We've got a bunch. All right. So if you've got a bunch of coworkers, neighbors, and friends, just take them, get them to people, and get them here Easter Sunday. Uh, we'll have a blast in here. Promise you. So I'm wrap up a series uh, today, In But Not Of. Title of the message this morning is simply this, Which Table? 
Which table? Pastor Mark put these displays together very nicely. Uh, great table. If you've been with us in the series, you understand this is a world table. This is a king's table. Got menus for both. Mm, and not a very good menu over there. This is a sweet menu over here, all right? We'll talk a little bit about that in a little bit, okay? But, but I just wanted to draw attention. We're going to look at, at, at two things a day that, 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 that you hear in church that we've got to give definition to. We've got to be able to walk them out, okay? They are very churchy words, but I'm going to break them down for you today. I want you to go to your word. If you got it, go to John 17. John 17. If you've uh, been with us, this is a conversation right before Jesus goes to cruci- be crucified. This is, this is the conversation he's having with the Father, okay? We're gonna pick up in verse 15. So John 17, 15. John 17, 15. Jesus says, my prayer is not, Father, that you would take them out of this world, but that you would protect them from the evil one. We're in it, okay, but not of it. We're called to be in the world. We know that we've been sent into the world, but we're, we're not supposed to be of the world, amen, but we're supposed to be in the world, okay? That's what he's saying. I'm not asking you to take them out of it. I'm asking you, Father, because you're gonna, you're gonna keep them in it, all right? but I'm asking you to protect them from the evil one. Look at 16. They are not of the world, as even as I am not of the world. Look at verse 17, sanctify them by the truth of, by the truth. Your word is the truth. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. For them, I sanctify myself that they too may be truly sanctified. You're like sanctified. Boy, that's a big old church word. You gotta go to seminary and understand that word, right? Listen, there are two words in the church, okay, that you hear, justified or justification and sanctification, all right? What I wanna do today is I wanna unpack these two words because Jesus says that I want to sanctify them by the word, meaning the truth is the word. Here is how you are sanctified, by the word of God. What is the word of God? It is the truth, all right? Jesus said he became the word and dwelt among us. Jesus is the word. This is the truth, the truth. This country needs the truth. Fox won't tell you the truth. CNN won't tell you the truth. Nobody's telling you the truth anymore. Everybody's lying. Everybody's lying, all right? This is the truth, amen? Some of y'all are like, oh, my God, I get lied to you all the time, all right? You don't know what to believe anymore, okay? But this is the truth. But listen to me. The truth is not hard in here. You know why? Because Jesus says he's the truth, but Jesus says this. I'm love. I'm love. This is not to beat you up. All right? There are times of correction, but it's not a correction because he doesn't love you. It's because he's crazy in love with you. Your dad ever tell you this? Son, the reason I'm about to bust your butt with this belt is because I love you. What? Well, love me more and don't. All right? He's saying, I got to discipline you because if not, you're just gonna be a punk. You're gonna be bad. I gotta discipline you. I gotta got sharpen you. I, I'm commissioned by God to do it. Jesus said, I'm commissioned by my Father to sanctify you by the truth. So when you see the truth, see it as love. See it as love. Because that's what it is. If you see it 
as rules, regulations, do's and don'ts, mean. That's how it's gonna be received. You're not gonna do that. See it as love, sanctifying by the truth. So what is sanctification? Sanctification is a believer's cleansing and purging from the nature of sin. This experience of sanctification mm, is not for sinners. It's not. It's for people who, through the grace, have been saved and reconciled to God. This second work of grace makes a believer holy, having the nature of God reflecting the life of our Lord in Jesus Christ. That's what he's doing. It all starts, though, with justification. You cannot sanctify what hasn't been justified. Does that make sense to you? You cannot be sanctified unless you have been justified. All right, we're gonna talk about all this in just a little bit. Just let me set it up. Justification sets people free from sin's penalty. Sanctification means being set free from sin's power. Mm, big difference. Justification is something that God does for us. Sanctification is what God does in us. Woo! Listen, let me say something to you. Justification. Mm, it's what he did at Calvary. Sanctification is what he's doing every day. Every day in our lives. There are two tables sitting in front of us. Table over here, this is the world's table. You see the menu on this table? <laughs> it's not very good. Jerk jerky. Jerk jerky. Anybody want some jerk jerky? Mmm. Let me look at some of this. Oh, wait, you know what you get today? You can get negative nachos. Boy, y'all can't wait to get out of church, get some of that. But hang around, because tomorrow you can get a bowl of bitterness. Get you some cornbread, go with that too, right? Probably won't be sweet cornbread, it'll be nasty, right? This is what the world offers. Look at all the stuff the world offers up here. Gossip, critical spirit, rudeness, negative Anger, temper, hatred, selfishness. That's just an inscrumptious menu right there. You know the host at this table right here? Devil. He's the king of the air. He's the king of the world. It's what, this is what he's serving right here. Got another table over here. This is king's table. Paid in full. Yesterday's on the menu, redeemed. Today on the menu, forgiven. Tomorrow, mm, abundant life, amen. Woo, world can't whip that table up. World can't give eternal life, can it? Can't do it. Two tables, one needs justification, one in the process of sanctification, amen. John 14, six says this, Jesus answered, I am the way. I am the truth, Jesus said. I am the life. No one, no one, no one comes to the Father except through me. People hate that today. So narrow-minded. Got to be more than one way. Jesus, what, what is this? He, I thought he was love. I thought he loved everybody. He does love people, but he speaks truth. If you love people, don't lie to people. 
He says, I love you enough to tell you the truth. I am the only way. I am the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. No one. No one. See, Jesus stands right here. World table. They need Jesus. They need to be justified. Justification is what Jesus did at Calvary. All right? He took our sin, took our place, died at Calvary so we could what? Have the righteousness of Jesus inside of us. We could be right with God because if without Jesus, we're not right with God. And if you're not right with God, you don't get into heaven. So Jesus said, yeah, you're a sinner. You missed the mark. All have sinned and fallen short. The wages of sin is death. Christ demonstrated his great love for us that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Jesus said, I am the way. I'm gonna take you from that table over here to this table. And guess what? There's nothing you can do to get there. Jesus said, I am the way. In the arms of the cross, Jesus said, I'll take you from that table to my table. That's love. He does what you can't do. You say, well, can I earn it? Can I do it? No. Is there anything I can do? No. Go to Ephesians chapter two. Go to Ephesians chapter two. Ephesians chapter two. For it is by grace, mm, by grace, you have been saved through faith. It's not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works, so no one may boast. I am the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Well, 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 I'll, I'll just, I'll be good enough. No, can't be good enough. I'll earn my way. No, I'll do a lot of good works. I'll help old people across the street. I'll carry their, their bags from United. Oh, it's fine, sweet, good. You get cotton candy for that, but you ain't gonna get heaven, all right? I'll work for it. No, I'll go to the right church. I'll join a Catholic church. Nope, won't work. I'll join a Presbyterian church. Nope, won't work. I'll, I'll join a Lutheran church. That won't work. How about Church of Christ? Church of Christ, say they're good. They're the church of Christ. They got it, right? No, they ain't got it. They just don't know it. How about Baptists? Oh, Baptists, they got to go. Bab no, no, Baptists don't either. They don't know it. Baptists can't do it. Denominations do not make you get to heaven. You can't join the right church. There is not the right church. If it was about a church, there would be no cross. I'm just saying to you, there is a way, all right? There's a way. His name is Jesus. He went on a cross and he spread his arms and he said, I'm making a way to justify you from this table to this table. You're gonna have a seat that's got your name on it, okay? But listen to me, when you get born again and saved and I give you a seat at the king's table, you didn't get there on your own. Don't boast. Humbly sit at the table, understanding that by grace and by my mercy, you sit here. You sit here at the king's table. At the king's table, it's good. You got some prime rib. Mm. Got some ribeyes, all right? Got some mashed potatoes and gravy. Got some chicken fried steak. 
Got some green beans, collard greens, mac and cheese, all that good stuff. Stick to your rib kind of stuff, all right? You don't pick nachos over prime rib, amen? This is the king's table. He makes a way for you to get there. It's not by works. It's not by church. It's not by denomination. He said, I meet people all the time and say, well, I was raised in church. I said, how long have you been a Christian? All my life. Wow. You're the first, you're, the, you're, you're a world record baby. You're like off the chart. You have your own show. You've been a Christian all your life, like all your life. I mean, I've been to the nursery at church. They ain't saved. <laughs> None of them. None of them. You say, well, my granddaughter's saved. She, no, I've seen her too. I'm just saying, none of them are saved. That's why Jesus said they came from a sin nature. I had no sin nature. I went to the cross. I bridged the gap. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Except through me. Except through me. And he said, listen, there's no other way. No religion, no denomination, nothing else gets you there except Jesus. See, this table right here in desperate need of justification, okay? Why? Because they ain't been justified. They ain't been made right with God. They're lost. They don't know the Lord. And so the reason they eat at the world's table is that's all they know. Rude eats with rude. Bitter eats with bitter. Mean meets with mean. Mean eats with mean. They don't, rude don't know they're rude because why? All they hang out with is rude. No one rude says, dude, you're rude. He's like, you rude too? See, rude don't know they're rude. This is what the world does. They don't know any difference. But once you've given your life to Christ, once you profess Christ, you say, with your mouth, you profess Christ, okay? And you cry out to him and he saves you. And then you follow the Lord in believer's baptism. You're buried with Christ in baptism. Symbolism, what's already happened in your life. Why? Because you were once alive right, without Christ and now you died to be born again from Christ. And you come out of the water, okay? A new person to what? To walk a new life. You come from this table to this table. When you come from this table, this table is a justification table. This table is a sanctification table. See, a lot of times people come out of the water and, and everybody claps, woo, church goes crazy. They throwing stuff in the air, clapping, party, and heaven give a celebration. Three days later, the dude got saved. Like, where'd all the clapping go? Where'd all that, where'd all that, where'd all that go? See, now you move from justification over here to sanctification and you, you now got a target on your back. Sometimes you get saved and it gets harder. How many of you ever heard this? Just come down and give your life to Christ. It'd be great, man. It'd be great. Everything'd be wonderful. How'd that work out? Three days later, I got saved. It all worked out for you? Dude one time said to me, hey, pastor, I gave my life to Christ. Three days later, my hot water heater broke. I said, well, hey, here's the deal. I'd much rather take a cold shower and be born again than a hot shower and be lost. He said, I don't know about that. That cold shower is miserable. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. It changes. That this, this better after Jesus stuff, I mean, it is better. But, but if you've been living in the world and sitting at the world's table and you get born again, it, it, sanctification is a process that happens, my friend. And, and when you get saved, you got a target on you, man. Ain't no reason to tackle you if you're scoring touchdowns for the wrong team. 
You change teams, that's a different story. So you got table J over here, okay? Justification table, theme of this table. Here's what the theme of this table is. Everybody that sits here, got one theme. Got a banner over this table that says what? My life. It's my life. My life. I'll do what I want to do, when I want to do it, how I want to do it, because I want to do it. Nobody tells me what to do. I work with that guy. <laughs> That's what sits at this table. This table over here is sanctification table. Go to Galatians chapter 2. I'm going to show you the theme of that table. Galatians chapter 2, the theme, the banner over this table right here. Galatians chapter 2.20. 2.20. I have been crucified mm-hmm, with Christ. I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. In the life I live in the body, I live by faith in the one who gave himself for me. Over here, you, you've been crucified with Christ. You know that your seat at the table cost Jesus his life at Calvary. You don't sit here all proud, cocky, and arrogant. You sit here humble, knowing that you didn't do anything to get you there. Church couldn't get me there. My daddy couldn't get me there. My mama couldn't get me there. My grandparents couldn't get me there. I had to get myself there. Jesus made a way. I cried out to Jesus and gave my life to Christ, and I now have a seat at the king's table. This is what sits here. I've sit here because of what he did for me, not by works, okay? So no man may boast. You say, well, what does sanctification look like in this process? How long does the process take? What it, how, how, long does it, how long does it take? What does it look like? Well, it, it, it's two different things. It, it, it depends on how old you were when you gave your life to Christ, and it depends on what you've been saved from. See, if, if this is you over here and you're 10 years old and you give your life to Christ and you're justified with Christ and now the sanctification process starts, you have a seat over here at the king's table and he's sanctifying you. When he sanctifies you, what he's trying to do is he's trying to make you look like him. He's trying to chisel and move and correct everything in your life that doesn't reflect him. You ever seen a blacksmith work? They're awesome. They put that steel on that fire. I mean, that fire's hot. And they get it, I mean, they get it bright, bright red and, and, and orange. And it's smoking hot. And they bring it out. And he holds it up and he looks at it. And, and, and if you've ever watched him, you walk, you stand behind him, and I'm like, that looks pretty good. And then he takes it over here to his anvil. He puts it down, and he starts beating on it and sharpening it and, and carving things off of it. And then he holds it up, and I go, I'm thinking, that looks pretty good. And he goes, puts it right back in the fire. He gets it hot again. He may do this three, four, five, six, 15, 10 times. Doesn't know. You know what he's trying to do? He's a blacksmith. He's making it perfect. He holds up to the light, and he looks for imperfections. He looks for areas of our life that he needs to take away, sharpen, take off, correct. And see, the process of justification over here to sanctification, this happens just like this, fast. God, I'm a sinner. I need a Savior. I confess my sins to you, ask you that you forgive me and make me new. I know you die on the cross for me and ask you to save my soul, God. Boom, he makes you new. But the process of sanctification take a lifetime, man. Take a lifetime. And a lot of people over here get saved, and they're told it's all going to be great after you get saved. You get saved, 
and more things happen in your life and you get tested and you get more pressure and things happen. Why? Because the enemy, listen, they know how to catch you. He knows what he had on you. If you're 10 years old and you give your life to Christ and you get moved over to this table, all you need to be safe from when you're 10 years old, bubble gum. How hard is to correct bubble gum? Just quit blowing bubbles. You get sugarless bubble gum after you get saved, all right? So you don't rot your teeth. I'm just kidding. That's not what happens. But that's all you got to get correct. But if you're 40 years old, man, and you fought in the bar, you drunk, you drank all the time, you did drugs, maybe on your second divorce, you got a temper, you got anger, you mean, don't have a relationship with your kids, and, and you come to a men's retreat, which you ought to come to ours in April, and you give your life to Christ, and you're born again at 40 years old. And all of a sudden, you're justified just like that. And you say, man, you got a seat at this table over here. King's table, ribeyes, roast beef. Oh, that's good stuff. Yeah, I want some of that. And then all of a sudden, things just start happening in your life. Hard things, tests, pressure. You fail, you mess up. Your tongue is still out of whack. And God's sharpening you and testing you and you're getting the word. And, 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 and he's trying to correct you with the truth. And you're like, man, what's wrong with me, man? I got saved. I thought everything's going to be great. It's harder now than it was. Listen, if you walked and ran and scored touchdowns for the wrong team for 40 years, all of a sudden you get saved. You think you know how to run and score for the new team? No. You got a target on you, man, three times the size that it was. And people don't know what to do with it sometimes. They don't know what to do with it. Malachi 3.3 said he sits at the refiner and purifies silver. That's what he does. That's what he does. I want you to go to your Bible. I want you to go to Luke. I want you to go to Luke. Guys in the broadcast room, I'm surprising you. I'm out of order here, but stay with me. Go to Luke. I want you to go to Luke 6. Look at verse 43. Luke 6, 43. I'm about to get in your kitchen right now, all right? I love you, and I hope you love me, all right? Luke 6, 43, no good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. The good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and the evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. Woo, watch this last verse. Not fair. For out of the overflow of his heart, his mouth speaks. Mm, James says this, James chapter three. Out of our mouth, our lips, we praise God the Father, but out of the same mouth and lips, we cuss a brother. God said, this should not be. This should not be. Justification. 40 years of flapping your tongue and lips however you wanted to. Use your same mouth to confess Christ and get born again. And there's a sanctification process that happens to get that tongue and lip to move the way God wants it to move. I eat lunch with people sometimes. They're born again. They're walking through the sanctification process because they're getting all beat up. And they just start talking in their old self, man. And they're cussing. They're about two minutes into the conversation. They look up and go, Oh, Lord, I am so sorry, man. I talked that way for 40 years, and I can't cut it off real fast. I said, hey, I'm good, man. I'm good. Here's the deal. Jeremiah 15, 16, listen to this verse. When your words came to me, 
I ate them. They were my joy and my heart's delight. For watch this, for I bear your name, O Lord God Almighty. Justification is what Jesus did at Calvary. That can happen just like that. I know I'm lost. I know I'm a sinner in need of a Savior, man. Everything I touch, I mess up, Pastor. I keep trying to do the right thing. I keep giving good effort. I keep promising stuff, and I fail, 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 letting people down. I don't know what to do. Tried church. That didn't do it. Got me a Bible. Didn't understand it. Put my name on it. Thought that might be a supernatural thing. It just lets me know it's mine. I don't read it. None of this is working. But I know Jesus died on a cross for me, and he says he can make me new. He says that once, once I get saved, the old is gone, the new has come. And you cry out, and you're born again. He justifies you. He makes you right with God. All right? And now you've got a seat over here. It's got your name on it. Got you a plate. Got you a cup. You remember this table right here. Got a lot of your buddies, friends still at that table. And now you've come to this table. And you got a nameplate. Jesus gave you the name. And you sit here and you get to eat prime rib. They get nachos, right? They get a bowl of bitterness. You get a ribeye. Mm, it's a good deal. Jesus said, don't forget them boys at that table. I want you to come every day and eat right here. Eat of my truth. Let me sanctify you. Let me work on you. You're going to get tested. People are going to say, well, I thought you were saved. But it's, it's, it's Jesus' thing. I didn't. What, what's the big deal? You still cuss the same thing I do. I said, listen, man, I got a lot of past in my life. And I'm working through it. And every day I'm in the Word. God's doing a work in my life, man. I ain't there yet. But I'm still on the journey. I'm in the process. He's sanctifying me. Don't forget, if you're at this table, about this table. Them boys over here, these ladies over here, they don't know any difference. You need to help them understand what serves at that table. They need to taste and see that the Lord is good. They need to understand that one day they were, they were sinners and God reached down and grabbed your life and he snatched you out of that muddy pit and that mire and he set you on a hill and he set you on a rock. He put a new song in your heart, a song of redemption, of salvation. All right, taste and see that he is good. Let me introduce you to a different table. You can't get nachos over there. You can't get bowls of bitterness over there and anger and temper. You get ribeye and prime rib over there. You gotta eat real good at this table if you're gonna sit here. Jesus said, I want you to remember the people at the table. I want you to sit with the people at the table, but do not order from the menu and do not pick up the fork and eat. You order and eat at that table, and you come over here. Jesus said, Zacchaeus, little man in the tree, get down. We're going to your house today. He sat with tax collectors. He calls us to be the salt. If you noticed at this table, there's a shaker for salt, but there's no salt in it. Because at this table, you're not called salt yet. After you get born again, he calls you the salt of the earth. He says, I need you to salt everything you touch and you let them know how good I taste so they can switch from that table to this table. When he switched you from that table to this table, 
He made you new and redeemed you just like that. He justified you just like that. But the sanctification process is hard. If you're here today and you've been promised rainbows and cherries and ice cream after salvation and you're like, what the heck is wrong with me? It's hard now, man. Yeah, it's hard. It's a compliment that it's hard. That means you're born again. That means you're redeemed. Sit with the Lord. Eat from his word. Don't miss a meal. If his word comes to you, eat it so that he can do it in you, man. Because nobody can tame that tongue but the maker of the tongue. Amen. Let him sanctify that tongue. And don't forget, if you're at this table, about that table right there. You invite them to come and sit here. And the only way to get to this table is right across the arms of Jesus on that cross. He says, I'll take you from religion and trying to relationship and no effort because I did it for you. In this room today and online, there's two people. Are you eating at this table right here? Are they going to eat at that table right there? And Jesus said, I can get you from one table to the other. From one table to the other. I'm going to invite you to stand, church. This morning, you may be here. You tried by works to be everything you see a Christian be, and it doesn't work. It can't work. It's supernatural Holy Spirit that does it in you. You can't do it on your own. If you could do it on your own, it wouldn't be a cross. You might have tried church, getting you a Bible, didn't do it either. Church can't do it. Denomination can't do it. Church of Christ, Methodist, Presbyterian, Lutheran, they, they, it, it all breaks down. Baptist, it all breaks down. Because religion is God's attempt to get to God. Jesus said, relationship is what I'm about. And I make it possible by the cross. I'm not about religion. I'm about relationship. So this morning, if you're here and you need to be justified, made right, and born again, you come to the table and say, this is where I'm at, but I don't want to stay here. I want you to help me get right here. I want you to give me a seat in that table. If you already have a seat at this table, but you haven't been eating the word, being sanctified, get in that word, eat from this word. Let it be your joy and your heaven's delight. Why? Because you bear his name. Choice is yours. This morning as we worship, you let the Holy Spirit guide you where you need. But if you're at this table right here, don't stay there, man. Come to this table. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you. Thank you, Father, for two big old church words called justification and sanctification. God, you took care of justification at the cross. You made a way We've been justified by the death of Jesus on a cross. We couldn't do it, but he did it for us. God, you moved us from one table to the other and sanctification is at the king's table. And it ain't easy as you mold us and make us and chisel on us and correct us and tame our tongue. It hurts sometimes and we don't pass sometimes, but God, we'll continue to take the test of your word. We get in your word and we'll eat from it, God, so we can look more like you because we bear your name. So God, today, whether you're online or in the house, which table, which table, which table you at, which table? Switch the table if you need to. If you're at the right table, start eating, man. Start eating. Father, we love you. Move your church now, whether online or in the house, for your glory and your glory only. In Christ's name, amen, amen. Let's worship. 
Thanks for listening to this week's podcast from the Church at Bushland. We hope you will stay connected by following the ministry on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram by using the Church at Bushland. We are all about people because God is all about people. We exist to help people know God, find freedom, discover purpose, and make a difference.